AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. Meditation of the day. There are no secrets to success. It is a result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Colin Powell. When you get the opportunity to perform, you should perform. You should be thrilled to display your talents. I enjoy the audition process because I am so entertained by it. I often get confused by actors who are not prepared because this is their moment. Your first impression is your only impression in this business. Make it count and give a commanding performance. Today, I will shine in my spotlight. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. One of the things that I love about this show is that not only do I get an opportunity to share some really incredible industry greats, but you also get to experience the perseverance, the journey. And I feel really blessed and honored to have been on this gentleman's journey since 2003. And I like the fact that whether actor, director, friends, writers, whatever, that they said what they said, what they were going to do, and they've exceeded and gone beyond that. So I would like to extend a really super warm welcome to our guest, the amazing Attica Torres, <laughs> actor, director, producer, author, and we're going to get a chance to talk about his book as well. Thanks for having me. And, and, and it's always an honor and a pleasure. And, um, you know, just to, to reconnect, especially in these times, you know, like, yeah doing it virtually, but it still feels real. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's yeah. important. It's important to continue that energy and be motivated. Um, I can honestly say my first introduction to you was your film, Brotherly Love. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to the premiere and I was in, you know, like, Pretty much, I would say, kind of like the height of my casting where I was working all the time. And but I was also in this place of transitioning to celebrity acting coach on set with different um, artists. But I just remember being so incredibly motivated after coming to the premiere after you spoke, because there's always been like this activist in you that I've known, you know, and the closest that I've known in terms of that is like a Gordon Parks, you know what I mean? In terms of a filmmaker. So cause that you use your voice and you say what you have to say in Attica, you will say what you have to say. You don't care. That's just embedded in you. So I just want, I mean, I think that, and, and we'll go present day audience so that you can hear some of the things in which I'm talking about that are just so timely and where we are and why Attica is such an important filmmaker at this time. But Attica, can you just share with them your journey? And, you know, I also want to talk about how Brotherly Love was made because you you did everything. You got it done. Yeah, well, well, you know, I, I think I've always understood long before I even started making films, I understood film to be a medium of mind control. I, I understood media to be a medium of mind control. Mm. Whenever, you know, whenever you whenever there's a war, whenever there's any anything major going on in the world, the media is front and center. And that's why the media is being attacked today mm. and film is a form of media. And, you know, the second principle of Kwanzaa is Kujijakalia. Name ourselves, speak for ourselves and define ourselves rather than being named um, by, spoken for and defined by others. Mm. That's, that's the definition of the principle. And, you know, the, the principles of Kwanzaa and Guzo Saba are some of the tenets on which I was raised and how I live my life. So 
understanding that we have to name ourselves, speak for ourselves and define ourselves rather than being named by, spoken for and defined by others is important, especially in today's media age. Film is a form of media. And I use that as the, the, the you know, the, the, the griots of our times and before us, the, the ones who preceded us to tell stories. And that's why it, it, it's not just limited to filmmaking. You know, it's not just narratives. You know, I, my, my, my highest accolades in the business, um, which were the Emmy nominations in the Lifetime Honors Award yeah. came from documentary, right. you know, um, right. not narrative. Um, and also, you know, whether it's comedy, Brotherly Love was my first project that was a comedy. My second project was a thriller, right. you know, um, to, to, to novelists. I, I'm a storyteller and I understand the importance of managing the information and the um, and the representation of ourselves and our people as we proceed in our daily lives. Mine just happens to be a storyteller by the medium of film and now uh, literary novelist. So one of the things, too, you know, when I said that I felt this activist vibe, it's like by any means necessary, like oh, yeah. money. No, that's not going to stop me. Um, equipment. No, that's going to not going to stop me. How do you maintain that state of mind? I maintain that state of mind easily because I do understand that all of those things, money, equipment, all of those are resources. They're tools. Right. Um, the, but the most valuable resource on earth is the human resource, mm. right? So, you know, so if you can have someone that has access to the things you need, you won't need money, right? So if you create a reputation for yourself, one that's honorable mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, one that, that has integrity, you know, those who have that you would generally pay for those things at times would gift them to you. Right. Right. So if, 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 if you need a ride to the store, you don't have to take a cab if your neighbor has a car and their neighbor likes you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's where the human resource comes into place. So understanding that, understanding how we get things done. You know, if I grow tomatoes and you're a fisherman, if I got tomatoes, you don't have to buy them and I don't have to buy fish. It's the same right. thing in film business. You know what I'm saying? So you, you and then you also, as you, th this is a very, very rep reputation oriented business is very reputation driven. So your name means something. And yeah. when people believe in you, they, they will do things for you. And even actors, some actors will agree to acting in your film mm -hmm. and you don't have anywhere near their per diem, much less their quote. Right. <laughs> you know? but they'll do it because they believe people invest in you. Yeah. People invest in you. You can yeah. have the greatest script in the world, but if you, you don't have integrity and people in it and it comes out of you, your pores as you walk. No yeah. one want to work with you. And sometimes you have to pay them tremendously to do so. And I'll never forget the, 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 the AD, Mike Ellis. Mm, Mike Ellis. Legendary AD. Yeah. Mike Ellis said to me when we, when, we, when we did one of my films called Psyche, he was uh, offered a major job to do, and Mike has done probably over a thousand music videos, yeah. and I'm not. A, no, I not no, I work with Mike Ellis. I I concur. Probably over a thousand music videos at the during one of our shoots, he said he'd do it, and I asked him. I said, I don't have much money. How can we pay you? He said, Just get me to and from set. Wow. And I said, well, What do you mean? Like, what do I have to pay you? He said, Listen. He said, I turned down a week-long music video with a very, very hot group at that time. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that negativity to end my year. I'd rather end my year doing this short film with you wow. and my family than to do it. And, and, you know, Mike had so many gems on that, on that set that almost made me stop and cry. Wow. This is a dude who's worked with everybody in the music video mm -hmm. world, Spike Lee, for many years. He's been Spike Lee go to AD for many years and he yeah. and forego a week's long salary because he didn't want to deal with the negativity that in those days, mm -hmm. the music videos came with and he wanted to end with me. And that, 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 that moved me. And I remember that conversation to this day and it moved me to maintain my integrity and to maintain mm -hmm. my relationship with people because people will do that for you.
So you talk about this is, oh, I know this is the universe and our connection because I wanted to talk about the integrity and the humility part of it. We're not in a business where that's really the norm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, when you find people like you and us, you know, our relationship started in 2003 and we're still, you know, friends. So it's very rare. So how do you in a business where there is a lot of greed, there is a lot of selfishness, how do you maintain that humility and integrity? I believe I, I don't believe there's anything is a is a is a messed up business. I think there are messed up people in business. Okay, you know, excellent. I think the rules of business are the rules of business. I do what I say I'm gonna do. You do what you say you're gonna do, and mm-hmm. we do it. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, where things get go crazy is I don't do what I'm supposed to do. I still expect you to do what you're supposed to do and get the same results I was gonna get, even though I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Right. right. That's where it gets real, you know, messed up and, and it gets mm-hmm. muddy, right? But I don't, I don't care. The worst business that you can think of in the world, I don't care what that business is. Mm-hmm. If you do what you're supposed to do and you receive what you expect, that was a great transaction, regardless right. of what the transaction is about. So right. I don't believe there are messed up people. I don't believe there's a messed up, any, any business is a messed up business. I think there are messed up people in business. That being said, you know, you have to go with your gut and you do things because, you know, you, you're motivated by the goal. The goal is to get it done. The goal is to not befriend this person. The goal is not to, you know, um, I think the, go- the goal is not to be in this business and, and, and never have an issue. The goal is to continue to thrive in this business, even when you have issues. There even you go. People who presented themselves as friends or mm-hmm. colleagues. Uh, switch gears on you. Um, right. And the other thing is you have to, you have to push and pull at the same time. You right. gotta, you gotta grow and lift, grow and lift. You know what I'm saying? This way, the more you grow, the more you can look to your left and right and see recognizable faces. Right. If you grow and don't lift, you're going to get to a point where you look to your left and, and your right and you won't recognize anybody. That's at right. that place, you're all alone. So, and then, you know, ultimately I'm in, I believe that I'm in control of what occurred, what happens to me, you right. know, what I'm and I'm not going to ask anybody to, to, to invest $2 million in my project. If I won't invest the 20,000 I got, right. You know what I'm saying? So right. that, that, that's it. I mean, even as a parent, you look at your child differently. If they say, ma, can you buy me a car versus ma? I've been working for the past two summers and after school, I saved up $2,500. The car that I want costs $6,000. Can you help me? There's right. something in you that'll be like, even if I don't really have it right now, i right. got to find a way to help them. That's right. That's Versus, right. Hey, Ma, can I get a car? Yeah. You can say no easily. Yeah. You know, so those are the things I just think you, you, you have to, you have to reflect, you, you have to reflect from you have to reflect from within you things that you want to happen and you have to push for it and no one can say you're not doing it because you didn't get help you know i'm gonna do it in spite of that's right and people like to jump on moving trains they don't like to push them <laughs> all right all right i love that so i want to say two things i i want to say one i was on the set last winter with my friend Dominique Telsa. She's um, a producer. She was on our show and she was shooting a film with Billy Crystal and Tiffany Haddish. And there was this guy who was a grip and something said to me, like, I know this guy knows Attica. I know this guy knows Attica. Right. And so I just kind of said, excuse me, do you know Attica? And he started to beam with like, like Attica taught me everything 
that I am. Attica helped me get jobs. Attica worked with me. And it just reminded me of that when you said lifting people up, because that is a part of your character too, is helping because, you know, there weren't a lot of people. I know when I started here in New York, there weren't a lot of people of color who were grips and there weren't a lot of people of color who were producers. And so I've seen your reach and I've seen how you've helped other people get in this industry and also mentor or, you know, share your knowledge. And I have to say, like, that's a major applause to you. And then the other thing that I wanted to say, because I know that this time is moving and I just feel like I want to cram with you, but um, can you tell our audience how, you know, the Emmy nominated Rest in Power, the Trayvon Martin story, how did that docu-series happen? Oh, uh, we we really going to run out of time here. I'm going to truncate it. Okay, because <laughs> this is also, this is what I was saying earlier, ladies and gentlemen, about how full circle, when I met, this was in Attica when I met him in 2003. So for you to, you know, put your energy and create this piece, it, it for me, it, it wasn't a surprise, but that's how powerful your voice and your range, you know, I just felt that. Well, thank thank you very much, and and, and I'm I'm glad that you you saw that. So I appreciate you that appreciate love you. <laughs> I appreciate love too. But uh, yeah, I mean that that is how power came. Because of story time, the Khalif Browder story before I worked on a Trayvon Martin story, and the way I got on that is a, is a story unto itself. But I didn't want to work on that, and the, the first time ever in my entire career. Uh, well, real quick, I was no longer gripping, but the, the city was busy. All the, all the top-notch grips were working. Uh, I was heavy into my producing mode. And uh, one of my friends who was a key grip said, yo, can you do the tech scout for this job? And it's a week long, but, you know, I can't do it because I'm on this other job. So I agreed and I told the director, I'm, I'm, I told the DP and the director, I'm gonna give you everything I can because my background on set is, um, is uh, I, I got a lot of um, years in as a grip. So I was, he called me and I said, I'll do it. The director basically says, shoot, yada, yada, yada. I said, when we shoot, I won't be here. I said, I'm, I'm, I, the DP knows someone else will be here. In a nutshell, the first time ever in my grip career, uh, executive producer slash director came to me and said, what do I have to do to get you on the job? Wow. And I said, well, I, I know this is a low job. You can't afford me. Uh, my friend is already the key and I don't do anything if I'm not keying and I don't really <laughs> grip anymore. So he said, what's your grip? And I was like, you know what? We'll talk about it. We worked it out. There were two key grips on the job. First time wow. I've ever seen anything like that. And he met my rate. We worked it out. So I worked on. And then at the end of that job, he said, I want you on the next job with me. And I was like, well, I don't grip. He said, what do you do? I said, I'm a producer. He said, well, we'll talk about it. Call me two weeks later and said, we got the gig. I want you on. And that's how that's the, wow. the real. That's great. Yeah. And, and interestingly enough, initially, I didn't really want to do. Them. I didn't really want to do the Trayvon Martin job. I had some trepidation when it was offered to me, um, be, primarily because the entire creative team, there were no black people on the entire creative team. They were all white people. And this is one of the biggest events of our time. This is on par with Emmett Till in the 50s. This was one of the most polarizing events of our time. And uh, I, I, it's funny, I'll never forget, we had several conversations about racism on the job because, you know, I'm the table-pounding, fist-pounding black dude in the room, and there's a bunch of white people in the room, and we spoke about racism. And I said, I asked them one time, they, they asked me, well, what exactly is racism? And I spoke to them, and I said, the fact that all of you white people think you can tell one of the most important stories of the of our time, especially around black people, and not have a black creative in the room 
is racist. If we were talking about lesbians, you would have a lesbian in the room. Just because you thought you could tell the story without having a black creative in the room is a form of racism. And that that's that's just what it was. We finally got, you know, this was at one of our sessions during shooting, but we prior to that, we got to the point where I agreed. And I'm glad I did because one of the things is you have to get in the room sometimes. Sometimes you have to be in the room and you don't always get in the room on your terms, but you know, you have to be in the room. They have to hear your terms. They have to hear your voice. And sometimes if you really know what you're doing and what you're saying in this industry, you being in the room, people will identify that. Some people will get afraid and run out the room. Others will, will recognize that and, and gravitate towards you. And then, you know, it wasn't comfortable on how you got in the room, but you can find comfort in that moment. And I mean, those are the best stories, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I, I like this story as opposed to, oh, they called me up and asked me to produce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you said, you know, you could either work and, and save up half for the car or you could just ask for the car. And I like saving up for it. Um, so many gems, so many nuggets. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you are so blessed. Before we go, I want to talk about Brooklyn Bread. I want to talk about your book. And then you have to leave us with some more of these gems because if you can just squeeze in there about training, how important that is, if you can just, you know, during these times right now, how they can stay focused and persistent in their craft and their journey. But um, as an author now, let's talk about this Brooklyn Bread. Yeah, so Brooklyn Bread, a 90s Brooklyn story, this is a special limited edition. It has gold leaf pages. It's a landscape novel. It started off as I was during, I was writing another TV pilot. And I said to myself, you know, if as many screenplays as I have that written that has, have not been produced, what are you writing another script for? You know, it's like that tree that falls in the forest. Like, does anybody even hear it? If your script doesn't get produced, does anybody even know that you wrote wow. a script? And then you can't say I'm an author if you're a screenplay writer. You know, you don't get any credits for that. So I shifted gears as I was writing a pilot. I was writing a TV pilot because I wanted to do a story about the 90s in Brooklyn because I saw all these stories like Power and Snowfall and mm -hmm. all of those things. I wanted, to do, I wanted to do my own. So I changed my TV pilot into a novel. And I decided after I did it, I was going to create special limited edition copies and that's why I have the gold leaf pages, the landscape, you know, nice. it's, um, the, the, the photos on a yeah. hardcover, you know, and we sold them for $100 each. The limited edition, they're 500 copies. We have about 30 left. Wow. And um, initially, when I started it, I didn't, I didn't, exp I didn't know what I was going to do. I wrote the book and then I posted it on social media. I knew the, 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 the picture that I wanted. So I, I, I actually had the cover of the book before I had the book complete. I posted it on social media and a lot of people saw it and was like, yo, that's dope. I want it. I want it. I want it. So then I said, okay, I'm going to make it a special limited edition and I'm going to sell them for $100. And even more people was hitting like... I'm gonna buy that. Put me down for one. Can we pre-order? Can we, you know, get one now? So that that's what really just kept giving me the drive to keep pushing forward. And then I was trying to get it printed and delivered during the pandemic. I had to change printers. I had to go through a lot to, to make that happen. But this is my first foray into the literary world. I created a publishing company because People told me how much a, a publisher will give a, a writer. And I said, I'm not going for that. I will get that myself. I will yeah. sell my own books because you will not give me a couple of dollars and then do this. So I've already made more than they said my advance would have been if I went through a publisher. Um, in a nutshell, uh, Tracy, it's really simple. One of the most least expensive uh, but most important aspects of our business is writing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most important is the foundation of a lot of what we do is writing, but it's the least expensive. Like you don't need money to write. You right. know what I'm saying? All right. you got to do is write. Right. So I went out and I wrote it. People loved it when they saw it. They love it when they read it. I'm happy about it. And, and 
you know, I'm already, I have two other books in the works right now. People are asking me to publish their book for them. Wow. And, um, I'm, I'm just going during this pandemic. The thing, you know, if, if you don't want to go crazy, you figure out what, what comforts you right. and creating comfort. I did a, I did a, a mini doc called um, Vacant Not Vanquished, where I produced it and I was the voice of New York. And, um, and uh, it's really just a love letter to New York City. We just got together. You know, we got our weapons of mass production. That's his Alexa LF uh, camera. And we just went out there and shot, man. And and even that's created a, a, a buzz. So, you know, just don't stop. Just do it. And, and um, just keep pushing. Wow. So, Attica, before you leave us, and you've left us with so many jewels, so many pearls, can you just give our audience, actors, something that they need on this journey to stay motivated, to continue to persevere and have fun? Yeah, I, I, I my thing is just just do it, you know, just do what you love. Everybody is not supposed to love your passion. Everybody is not supposed to understand that thing that's within you that motivates you. Everybody ain't going to get it. But you have to do it. You have to become synonymous with what you do. So when people think of that thing, they think of you, you know, and that's how, you know, your, your, your biggest publicist will be the people who have love for you and that want to promote you. Your parents, they'll be like, oh, my son's a writer. You know, you need to write anything. Now, you're going to get a lot of people who don't know anything about writing and they're going to be calling you. But, you know, you just want to you know, you want to appreciate that and be synonymous with what you do. Everybody's not going to get your goals. Everybody's not going to get your passion. Everybody's not going to get your dreams. It's not for them. It's for you. And once you know them, then they'll appreciate it. Then they'll appreciate it. Somebody thought they could make a casino in the desert. Somebody <laughs> thought they could make a vehicle that could fly. That's right. Everybody didn't get it. So it's not up for them to get it. It's up for you to get it and you to bring it to fruition. If that thing is, I know we have limited time, but I'm going to tell you a really quick story. At one point, you know, this, this entrepreneur production life gets challenging. I was going to get a job. After my third interview, they looked like they wanted to hire me. And as I was walking home from the train, I said, you know what? I'm committing suicide to the creative Attica. I really had a feeling like I was committing suicide to one of me, the creative Attica. I was going to strap on some shoes, some slacks every day, put on a tie and make a couple of bucks. But I was killing one aspect of me. And I said, I'm not, I refuse to do that. I, I really had a moment and I got emotional and I might have shed a tear or two, but I really felt I was burying one of me. And that's when I, that's right before I wrote this book. Everybody ain't supposed to get it. Barry Gordy's wife didn't understand before he started Motown. You know what I'm saying? It's your dream. It's for you. Push forward. Wow, Attica. Thank you so much. Oh, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Um, once again, Attica, thank you for sharing. Thank you for just you know, your honesty and your truth, because that's what you stand on and that's what you always have stood on. So I just want to put my hands together and everybody put your hands together for actor, director, producer, author, and please let us all support Brooklyn Bread by Attica J. Torrance. Yes, I'm going to get my book, Attica, and I want my signed edition. That's what I want. I want my signed one. Okay, so we will be back with the Spirited Actor podcast on iHeartRadio with me, Tracy Moore. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and you are still blessed to have director, actor, producer, and author Attica J. Torrance is still with us, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to get some more nuggets, you know. I hope you guys are documenting this by recording it or writing this down because he is spewing them out. Okay, so we have our writer, actress in residence, Leanne Amato. Hey, Leanne. Hey. And our actress today, actor, spirit actor, alumni, Gretchen Noll. Hey, Gretchen. Hello. Hi, Attica. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Elsa. Hi, producers. Hi, directors. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Gretchen. And throw it to you, Moses Osei. Hi, Moses. Hey guys. hey, guys. How are you? My name is Moses. It's a pleasure to be on here and supporting our mentor and acting coach, you, the lovely Miss Tracy Moore. Ah, I take a bow. Thank you, Moses. That's mm-hmm. not going to soften Attica up, though. He's still going to give it to you. I just want you to... Hey, Attica. <laughs> no worries. He prepared us for criticism, so... Be as truthful and open as as you possibly can. I don't know any other way. (laughs) Well, that being said, we're going to start. Leanne is going to do all the stage directions. And actors, you guys ready? Yes. Okay, here we go on action. Done too young. Exterior, divorce courtroom day. Maggie anxiously waits outside the courtroom doors when she sees Luke walking up behind her. It's been eight months since she's seen him. Wow. I almost forgot how you looked. Hey, Maggie. (laughs) Without words, where does one even start? It's hard to even look at each other. You really abandoned me. Before the marriage, you were my friend. And you left. You just left. I'm I'm sorry. I just not not not, bruh. Not a day. Not a day goes by that I don't spend time thinking about what went wrong. (laughs) I mean what changed? And you really, you really ain't even come back to get me. Silence. Look, I, I just, I guess I just couldn't find the words to what I was feeling, you know, and, but. It was like a couple months after we got married. 
everything just changed. <laughs> like I, I didn't really know who you were, you know, and instead of trying to figure it out, I just ran and I, I couldn't come back. But what was so bad? Okay, it, it was you, all right? You really changed, Maggie. I was scared to do anything. I felt trapped. I felt controlled, all right? Look, I messed up too. And it feels like a storm showed up and, and I just couldn't get away from it. Why couldn't you just talk to me? I had to go through everyone. People I don't even talk to just to get you here. Look, don't you think if it was that easy, I would have been talked to you? I hate it, but I, I was just scared of you, all right? And on my behalf, I was just too young. I wasn't really ready. You could have manned up. You could have manned up. You could have just manned up and came and talk to me. Look, okay, I, I, I wouldn't have even been what I needed it. What you needed it, rather. It was hard alone trying to just keep up with what you wanted. You know what, you right. deserve so much more than what you are. Maggie, you do. A court official opens the door, signaling for them to head into the courtroom. Hey. Nice job, guys. Good job. Thank you, Leanne. Another great scene. All right. I'm throwing it to you, Attica. Uh, um, all right. So I don't, after, after listening, after watching, the performance there's a couple of things i don't know where the investment is mm -hmm. right from, from from either one i don't know what the stakes are i don't know if this is a serious conversation i don't know if you're trying to to fight i don't know if you're giving up i don't know where you are you know what i'm saying and 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 i i i feel my honest opinion is i feel like it's less conversational and more acting I feel like it's less conversational. Like the conversation we're having right now is like this, as opposed to, I believe if you're acting, maybe you should do it like this, right? That's not how I'm speaking. This is conversational. I right. feel like you were acting. And the thing about that box that people are looking at, it don't lie. It don't lie. We pick up on all of that. Yeah. I don't know where you are in your relationship. I hear words, but I don't know where you are. And so, Attica, can I ask you, because that's an extremely, uh, that's a great point. What do they need to ground themselves in the present, in this relationship? Because we should know, if nothing else, what their relationship is in this piece. Right. Uh, we, I think, I think you, it's, it always boils down to truth. You found yourself in truth, and you and you and you you have a conversation in truth. Now, I do understand that some things can occur that will prevent you from doing it in a more fluid way. I don't know if 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 in some cases you don't know the lines. I don't know if that's the case, but there are certain things that can lend to you not really anchoring the 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 the, the character, but. None of, I don't think either one of you speak like this. And if this situation was in your real life, you would not sound like that. Same exact words, same exact stakes, same exact yes. objective, but you would not speak that way. And I felt that. I don't want to feel that. I don't want you to take me out of the reality. I want you to keep me into the reality. I want me, oh shit. Wow, that was, she, she believed that. I, I believe y'all were reading lines. Gotcha. 
And, and that's a great point. Like what we want is the honesty too, you know, because that's how they're going to grow. Um, I'm going to challenge both of you guys. One of the things that I was saying is that we want the truth on this show as well, Atticus. So I appreciate love your honesty. Um, take the first four lines, you guys, and really come from that place of truth. One of the words that Attica used was anchored. It grounds you. Because mm-hmm. it feels like, like it's kind of all over the place. Okay? So mm-hmm. why don't we take those, without the action, just those lines. And action. Wow. You know, I almost forgot what you looked like. Hey, Maggie. You know you abandoned me, right? You know that, right? You know we were friends when we were married, right? You left. I'm sorry. You you left me. Now, Annika, I want you to jump in because I have a mark, but I just want you to jump in. All right. Um, I think I want to... I still, I still, like, I I believe there was an improvement. Mm -hmm. There was an improvement. I felt, so, so the first word is, wow. I feel like there was a ramp up that was occurring. And, you know, that's why there are rehearsals, right? right? There are rehearsals and then there's, but that's after you get the role though. (laughs) They're rehearsing after you get the role. They ain't rehearsing your audition. So you got to find a place before you get in that room. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's two things going on. There are rehearsals once you get it, but you got to find your place before you get in that room. And all of what you need, your starting blocks, you need to rev on the tarmac before you get in the room. When you get in the room, it's time to take off. You know That's what right. I'm saying? So I think both of you need to find that place. And um, and, and that's just it. Like, and, and it doesn't have to be like... You don't have to give, and I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. I just noticed that you started, Gretchen, I'm speaking to you specifically, you started the same way, right? Now, I'm not saying what you should do or what you shouldn't do. What I'm saying is when you're in the room, we're there to see you. We're there to be impressed. We're there to be wowed, right? So you don't have to take every single for us to hear it. It can be like, wow, like you really left me, dude. Like you left me out here. I was, I was waiting. You're the man. I wanted you to lead, but you really, I can't even believe you're having this conversation. As opposed to, wow, you left me here. We were married. Now, if that's your choice, I'm cool with it. Right. That, that's what, what, what I'm seeing is the same, the same thing probably that happened before. So that's, and then there's, that's just what I see, you know, and, and I think, I think and that's enough, Attica. That's enough. You guys, and Gretchen and Moses, you understand what he's saying, correct? Oh, yeah, and for this, sure. This to me, Attica, is when the work is never done. The work is never, ever done. You never rest in like, oh, I got this. You got to, you know, keep working on it and keep creating those moments prior to this moment happening so that you can come into this moment, if that makes sense. Um, I just want to put our hands together once again for Attica J. Torres. And please, he has 30 books left and probably um, maybe about five after we're done with this interview or zero. But Brooklyn Bread, Attica J. Torres, put your hands together. Thank you, Attica. Thank you. Just a note. It's it's not, it's not, you can't buy it anywhere. You have to buy it from me. So my Instagram, every, you can find me all over the place, Attica J. Torrance. My website is atticajtorrance.com. Instagram is that Attica J. Torrance. Facebook, Attica J. Torrance. Gmail is Attica J. Torrance at Gmail. It's not, it's because they're the limited editions, I'm selling them myself. Amen. All right. Well, we appreciate love you and thank you for coming on the show. And we'll be back with the Spirited Actor podcast and we are going to give love. And now it's time for give love. My give love is giving love today to everyone responsible for me being on this podcast. 
On October 15, 2019, we launched the Spirited Actor Podcast. I want to give love to everyone who makes and continue to make this happen. Cassidy Arkins, she believed in me and introduced me to the dynamic Spruce Henry. Spruce, in turn, introduced me to Dr. Dave Colon. He believed, and we're here. I want to give love to Mario, our talented engineer, Leon and Jalissa, our spirited actor alumni, Calvin for holding us down on social media, Marcus for your continued support, and Elsa for helping me make it all work. I give you love and sprinkle dust, and the best continues to come. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited Podcast. Thank you. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.